0: Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast with Nicolene Peck. Improving your life, uniting your family, changing the world.
1: Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. I'm Nicolene Peck, and I'm usually joined here with my daughter Paige Baumer, but you know what? She is not able to be with us today. Something came up last minute, but we already had a meeting scheduled to meet with one of our mentors today, which you are not going to want to miss. This is really fun. We've got a dad who's going to be talking to us today, and we're going to get to meet him in just a minute. We're going to be talking about taking ownership in an entitled world today. I cannot wait to hear what he has to share with us about that. But for as we always do on the Teaching Self-Government podcast, we've got to make sure that we remember what self-government is. So self-government is being able to determine the cause and effect of any given situation and possessing a knowledge of your own behaviors so that you can control them. So what that means is that every person analyzes themselves, their outcomes, their desires, the people around them regularly. So we stop and think. We don't just fall into our habit and go into autopilot. We say, wait a minute, what is our autopilot? Do we like that autopilot or do we want to change it? Just recently, my son who happens to be serving a mission for our church, said to me that the guy he lives with has told him that he's on autopilot and that's just how it's going to be. And that frustrates my son because my son likes to improve, analyze, change, see if he can better himself all the time. And he's like, mom, I've got a guy who's on autopilot. What do I do? How do I help him not want to just be stuck on autopilot? He needs self-government, mom. And I'm like, you're right, Porter, you are right. Okay, so we're going to be talking today through the lens of self-government as we look at taking control of things and throwing off entitlement, which I can't wait to see how we're going to do that. We're going to meet one of our mentors. So TSG mentors are super special. Years ago, I decided that I needed to train people to teach what I teach and to help mentor other people because I can't do it myself. One person, Cannot change the world as much as we'd all like to believe that we can. We can change ourselves and then we can have influence. That's what we can do. And so I knew there are other people around me who are called to improve themselves, improve their families, and to spread that and to help other people around them too. And so, and they kept asking if they could help, if they could participate. And I didn't know where to put these people. And finally, I realized one of the best things that we could do was train them to become mentors and teach some of the things that I teach, too. And actually, one of my helpers at the time, his name was David Eggerson, said, Nicolene, you've got to let people learn even more and do even more. And that's who we're meeting today is David Eggerson. He has been with me through a lot of years of teaching self-government for many, many years. David was my right-hand man. He's an incredible father. He has learned a lot along his father journey, and I'm sure he'll share with us some of those things as we get to know him a little bit better. David Eggerson is married to Melissa Eggerson. They're both teaching self-government mentors. They live in Florida. And so they are down in the warmer tropical, you know, paradise climate of Florida, where they get to play all year round on the beach down there. We're super excited to meet them. They've got multiple children. They'll be telling you about their family. Um, David, before we get to know know about you as a mentor and you as a family man. How about you tell us something that your family likes to do for fun? We always share a fun family activity here on the teaching self-government podcast. What is something, maybe an idea for other people that your family likes to do for a fun family activity?
0: Oh gosh, there's so many things. Um, We love to read together. That's a big one is we love to read as a family. Um, And when we're in the car we'll listen to audiobooks and and we love that and then of course being here in uh Orlando Florida everywhere uh, you know we have our season passes to the parks and so we we love to go to Disney World and uh Universal Studios and have have fun there and meet up with friends there and
1: yeah, yeah. For- just going and just chilling together, seeing something new, experiencing something new. That's what I am hearing you say with both of your things that you like to do. You like to read, but you also like to go to the parks and play together. You like to have experiences as a family. You like to experience something new when you read a book together and you discuss you're experiencing something new as a group, right? And you can talk about it. And when you are going on a family activity to the park and you're going to you know, ride something new or see a new show or do a new something, you're experiencing something new that you can discuss. So what that says to me is that you like your family to have a lot of discussion yeah. We, ongoing.
0: Yeah, we traveled the the world for two years, uh, living in different countries um, for that very purpose, right? We wanted our children to have these experiences that we could talk about, that we could talk about how other people in other cultures live and what they choose and why. And we want to further that tradition now that we're we're planted here in Florida now but we we are putting our home on home exchange so that we can for one month a year we're planning to exchange homes with another family so we can kind of switch places and go experience their culture for a month while they come and experience ours for a month and that that's a fun thing that we plan to do to continue that tradition.
1: I love it. So the Egerson family is always experiencing something new together. That's just part of your culture. That's just who you are as a family. Now, some people might be like, no way that makes my heart palpitate. I want to stay in my house and that's it. Well, that's their culture. That's okay. But for your family, you have this kind of adventurous culture, right? You like to have adventure together, whether it's in a book and through the pages of a book, or whether it's actually going and seeing something for yourself. I love that. So David, let's hear about you as a mentor, because you've been a mentor for a really long time. Um, But how do you tell us, how long have you been a mentor? And why was it that you chose to become a TSG mentor?
0: Well, I mean, that's kind of a complicated question. And I could take that multiple ways. But really, I was the one that pushed creating the mentor program. And so I, I am kind of the original mentor in a lot of ways. There are other mentors who perhaps followed Nicolene for a little bit longer than me and who became mentors um, shortly after we started the program. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've been here for a long time and uh, <laughs> and I've, you know, I've worked with Nicolene since 2009, but I I really was, wasn't engaged in learning, teaching self-government probably till um a few years after that, and then um I can't even it was remember just a
1: job we... to you at first, and then you're like, Maybe I should actually do then,
0: this. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized that this was really valuable for my family. And uh <laughs> my wife and I went all in and and uh anyway, yeah. So it's been a long time. I don't even remember when we started the mentor program, but that was it's um,
1: hard to know. I'm thinking it's gotta be like I, what, nine years yeah, or something being, ago.
0: Being your right hand man, it was always hard because the bottleneck of the company was your time, Nicolene, Mm. right? It was always your time. And so, and I knew that, and it was really hard because I wanted, so I wanted to alleviate that bottleneck by, okay, can we create other people who can maybe take this burden off. We of
1: need more Nicolines. You helped to try to clone me. We, we gotta have more. <laughs> that was and the you know, idea. as time has gone by, we've actually, you know, given more and more opportunities to mentors. And I'm really excited what I'm seeing the mentors doing now with the one-on-one coach that they're doing, the trainings through the course that they're doing, as well as coming to parenting masteries and teaching classes, which we wanted them to do. But they're starting to just really get out there and do so much for people. People can access our mentors through the teaching self-government website, which is so exciting. And I know that we have people who do set up um, consultation sessions with mentors. And one of our reasons for doing these meet the mentors and letting you learn from the mentors instead of just for me and Paige is not only do they have amazing things to share, but you get to see their personalities and maybe if you would like to get to know them. So David is like, yes, he was my right hand man, one of my top buddies in the world, but it's like, he's a brother to me. Like, I just always think of David as, my brother in Florida now. You know, it's like, even if I don't talk to him for a while, I just, my heart always is like, I just love that guy. So I'm so excited for you to get to know David and to love him as much as I do. So, David, tell us a little bit about your children. Tell us the ages and sexes and stuff of your children.
0: Yeah. Our oldest son is 14. Um, And he, yeah, he is a redhead and a, a lot of fun. Um, and then he our... was three
1: when you started this,
0: he was, three, he, was yep.
1: he was three or two or three, even when you yeah, started this. Yeah, so that lets was people know early how early long.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two, two, I think, yeah, two or three, somewhere in there when, when we started. I remember
1: him in a stroller.
0: So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, Jaris. and then Abigail's our next. She just turned 12. Um, and so she's, uh, she is very outgoing, very, um, excited, and she wants to be on Broadway now. And she's, so she's doing <laughs> of course she does. Of dance and singing and just all the time. She choreographs her own dances almost, you know, almost daily. <laughs> she's creating some new dance and then performing it for us as a family. She is and
1: not afraid. That girl yeah, is not afraid. Yeah, she
0: she is, she is out, out there and she's ready to change the world. That girl. And then, uh, my youngest, um, John he's 9 and he um yeah he's I, he's he's growing up quick he's still in elementary school but he's uh he's he's a little bit uh, my go getter he he wants to be an engineer and he just loves to build things loves to make things loves to figure things out loves to problem solve um and he also loves to figure out how he can get other people to do things for him so he's kind of our ceo <laughs> you know where he's like he's like everyone how can else I get... is
1: gonna work for him yeah
0: everyone else is gonna work for him one of these days <laughs> yeah. because he's really good at like figuring out how can I get okay I could do this but how can I get somebody else to do it for me you know yeah <laughs> I love like, that uh so that's that's uh-huh. our youngest
1: Wow. They've just all grown so fast. And I remember when, when Abigail and John were born, that's how long we've known each other. So holy cow. All right. So um, let's talk about what TSG has done for your family. So how has TSG helped your family?
0: Um, I would say it in, it's held our family together. It's really the main reason that we're, my wife and I are still together. Um, we, you know, we I, I think every couple goes through their hard years, right? and and there's cycles, right? We have cycles in life. Yeah. We have cycles in society. We have cycles as in, as individuals. And uh, marriage has a cycle. And, um, you know, it seems like every marriage around that seven, seven year mark or so. And, and again, at the 14 year, <laughs> you know, it's just like seven year cycle almost. And, and for some people, well, the
1: Bible does say we're supposed to forgive all of our debts after seven years. So maybe it has something to do with there's that. Like something, when... <laughs> there's something there. There's
0: definitely something there, right? I think seven, yeah. seven is a special number in, um, you know, anyway. the
1: most of your hair falls out every seven years. <laughs> too <with> weird weird
0: <laughs> yeah so um anyway you know so as we went through hard times and as we were deciding you know do we what do we stay together or not it was really teaching self-government and like we're never going to find anybody who is on the same page with how we're raising our children you know like that just wouldn't happen and so um knowing teaching self-government knowing this system And how amazing it is and how special it is for us and um, and everything has really got us to new heights and helped be the glue that keeps us together and just having that vision for our family right of like we do want this for our family and we both do like there are there might be hard things that come in the way and there are you know challenges and both of us go through our rocky points and and such but in the end like we both want that vision and we're both going for it and we can stick it out together to get there.
1: Mm. David, I think, you know, it's super vulnerable for you to share that. And hopefully everybody listening can go, okay, so these TSG mentors, they're not perfect. Okay. That's good. <laughs> you know, they have their hard times. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they can relate to me, you know, and that's a good thing for people to recognize is that, that just cause you're a TSG mentor doesn't mean life is just a bed of roses. But what you are saying is that when the hard times came, you guys had principles that, that united you together even when you weren't united in other things, maybe. And yeah. you couldn't deny that that right there was was a powerful enough reason to keep going, to keep enduring and to keep trying, which is so important in family. I mean, family is an endurance test. It's not, you know, an easy road paved with, you know, flowers and rainbows, right? It's endurance. So Anyway, I love that. And, and I don't think you know that anybody else I know has been able to share that, that with me before. Not that I know that it has saved other families. I do know that. But like, as far as the mentors go, that's something very unique to you. You can say, man, we almost lost it, but this helped us save it. And that was awesome. So I think that leads me to my next question, which is what has this done for you personally? The teaching self-government way of seeing the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, oh, (laughs) this could be a really long answer or I'm so I'm trying to think of how I can uh, summarize it um, in a meaningful way. And and really, I I would say that it 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 keeps me. It keeps me humble. It keeps me uh, wanting and having that vision to be more than I am. Right. Mm. And, um, and keep moving forward. Right. And I, and I think that's the summary. I could sure go into that first. It's huge. You've always, podcast, but yeah, you've always
1: loved the vision. I know that when you train a lot of people, you're very classic in, in looking at them and saying, hold on, let's go back to the vision. Where are you going? And that, I think that piece right there was so significant for you that it, it has continually humbled you. Like, wait mm. a minute, but where am I going? Yeah. But where am I going? That's important because there's all these things that happen, but where are we going?
0: There's so many things to distract us in the moment, right? There's so many things to take our attention and to do right. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and, many of them worthy pursuits, right? Man, and many of them um, exciting, many of them fun. Uh, there's there's so many things that we can choose to use our time with in this day and age. We're not stuck farming all day to just make sure we can eat, right? We we have technology that takes care Pick of a for lot for
1: yourself. Of- I've been out in the yard all day. <laughs> picking, <laughs> but you're picking, choosing it because picking. you love it. That's true. You love it. <laughs>
0: Right and and that's great and I love it too. Uh, you know I was out pounding in uh, pavers this morning but you know
1: <laughs> that's true. You don't get as much food out of that but it will look nice.
0: Yeah and I could pay somebody to do that but I actually just love the projects you know it's it's like Right. Yeah. So um yeah so I choose these things right and we choose to do these things because we see the the benefits that they'll bring to us in the long term and um and where I could choose to delegate all of it for the most part obviously you know there's there's limited resources and such but um there's a lot that we can delegate these days and so choosing the things that we do do because they're character building because they are they show our children hard work they show they show they set an example um in some way um or just even for ourselves because it's like hey i want to build my strength i want to build my my own character my own mental fortitude fortitude, my own ability to solve problems and and such, you know, making those choices deliberately um, goes a long ways, because then you're taking ownership, you know, there's hard things that come in life, and we can choose to, to, we can choose into those hard things, or we can choose to feel victim to them, you know, and, and I think ultimately, if we can choose into those hard things, we just come out so much better, because then you can learn from it, you can grow from it, Um, and that kind of leads into what I was going to talk about today a little bit.
1: Awesome. Well, we're almost there. I've got one more question for you, (laughs) but what I'm hearing is empowerment. I'm hearing so much empowerment that you feel like you can be the better version of yourself Mm -hmm. and that you can choose it. You don't Mm -hmm. have to just wait for it to happen to you, which so many people think that's what life is about. Well, I, that didn't happen to me. I have these excuses. And, and you're saying, no, I don't live for my excuses. I make choices about where I'm going and I'm going to pick empowerment. And I just think that's so big. And and it is so humbling, you know, to do that when you choose, well, I'm going to pick this and I'm not going to have an excuse. That is choosing humility. And there's a lot of people that want their excuse because they want their pride too to match it. That's right. You know, that's what you get. choosing the
0: excuse is a way to choose your pride as well as the thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone's got their excuses, like the way of the world. Okay. So before we get into your experiences, what you're going to share with us today, um, I think I would like to know as a mentor, you know, teachers, when you're teaching something, sometimes the teacher's the one that gets the lessons the most you know what what is something that you can just pick one or you can share you know more broadly if you want to but how has mentoring other people or teaching other people about teaching self-government helped you what has that done for you or what is the key thing you've learned as you've worked with other people
0: well the best way to learn is to teach right Um, and you, nothing sinks in more than, than once you've taught it. Right. And so if I can summarize it that, you know, that succinctly, that's, that is one of the biggest things for me is that every time I teach, it's this big, like, oh yes, I know this and, and I need to be practicing it. Right. I need to be doing it. And so, um, you know, it's, it's really helpful um, a, as a reminder, as a as a way to help it to sink in more, so that it becomes more part of me, right? Because mm. um, I think when we teach something, it doesn't really become part of you until you've taught it in a lot of yeah. ways.
1: It's true. That's why being a parent is so refining to so many yeah. people. It's this big refining process, you know. But when you become a teacher of anything, it's refining. You mm. you keep learning more and more and more but I love what you're saying there that really you're so glad you've been able to teach it because then every time you do, you're like, yep, I better do that better. That's going to be important is I totally get that because just because you know, a truth doesn't mean that 24 seven, you remember that truth. When you have a selfish moment, you have to keep identifying, wait, that is a selfish moment. Warning, don't, don't be selfish. You know, you have to keep going back to it. So thank you. Okay. So I know you have a lot of experiences that you want to share with us today. Things that illustrate what teaching self-government can do for families and what it does for you. And I'm pretty sure we're going to hear some of those experiences today as you share with us uh, some time about this message about conquering and throwing off entitlement? What are we talking about here?
0: So we live in a world and increasingly so, and I think it's going to continue moving in this way where we're handed a lot, right? There's so much that is handed to us and it, and it, and we can choose to take that multiple ways. I think if we're wise, we will take it in a way of this enables me to do more, right? This enables me to have more of an impact, have more of an influence, maybe more of a change in the world. Um, or we can take it and um, and just be a leech on society in a way, right? And this is- Just take. Of that. You can just take. And, mm-hmm. and then you can just, um, you can be- <laughs> whatever, you know, and we see a lot of people do do that. And, and, um, and I don't want that for my children, right? Like I, I, I see that as a, a sad existence to just be a taker and to be someone who really is just kind of benefiting from the system. And, uh, and th- there are problems with our system, we could, <laughs> we're not going to go into that right now. But uh, we do have so much, right? Um, it's, I very often think of like, what would the, what would people living 200 years ago think of us now, you know, where life is easy, you know, in, in comparison, it is just so easy. We don't have to hang dry our clothes. We don't have to, you know, on the scrub board with our clothes. The
1: AC just comes on.
0: Yeah. The air conditioning.
1: I mean, that alone what
0: (laughs) the refrigerator just works and and the fact that all of us can have that and afford that right like that in the past those kind of things if they existed even would have been luxuries like we live better than kings Mm
1: -hmm. today
0: right even Mm -hmm. the poorest of the poor and and there are people who who are homeless and 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 even they have access to buildings and cell they,
1: phones. They have cell phones still They all the yeah. homeless people are walking around with cell phones.
0: And so when we really think about that and consider that we live in an era of entitlement, you know, where it's just there, we're given so much. Right. And so there are a lot of, positives to that there are a lot of wonderful things to that and I think I think it's wonderful overall um personally um however you know it it allows us the choice which in some ways is a bad thing it allows us the choice for selfishness it allows us this choice to just kind of lapse into this 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 um laziness right Mm -hmm. um And go to that place, we we just have more choice, right? And I think I I think ultimately choice is good, right? And so that's why I I tend to take an optimistic approach and just be like, this is a wonderful thing. However, how do we gear, how do we help our children to take that choice in a positive direction, right? Mm -hmm. Where everything's handed to them and the natural response, the natural man response to uh, you know, to given choice, we will choose the the path of least resistance. That is the natural man way to go, right? is let's choose the right way, way of path of least resistance because it's easier. It's gonna be, you know, there it's just, it's just easier, you know, and I hear that from my kids a lot where it's like, oh, but that's hard. And one of our like mon- family mantras is like, oh, it's hard awesome like, like that's what we want like that's the choice that we want to make then isn't it and they're like uh, yeah okay sure we're yeah.
1: the only family wanting this dad but right all we're right. the only family wanting
0: this but <laughs> but it's hard you know and and so then that's where our meetings come in right so this is i wanted to talk a bit about uh are the different meetings we teach in in teaching self-government where we have our mentor sessions, our couples meetings, and our family meetings. And each of those is really pointing back to our vision, right? All of them all, all three of those meetings is pointing back to the family vision of where are we going? what do we want? and then let's talk about it and let's strategize and let's let's figure out what are what do we need to do to get there. And so, that helps us when we come to these choice moments we we're not just relying on ourselves and that and and seeing only ourselves because oftentimes when we're only when we only rely on ourselves to make our decisions we we default to that path of least resistance where when we have others to consult with when we have others to meet with when we have others to discuss with they have they have a different perspective that we can then rely on and and uh they can help us see oh that looks like the path of least resistance and why are we choosing that because sometimes in, in some cases maybe that is the right choice right maybe it is the right thing to take the path of least resistance in certain situations right um but in a lot of situations it's like mmm but what if you were to take this other path where would that lead you you know um and it, it throws and, out
1: your options. You don't have options if you're always taking the path of least resistance, you lose
0: options exactly. It's
1: as if they don't even exist,
0: yeah. And in fact, it closes doors, yeah. Every time you take the last path of least resistance, it closes doors. And so, you need to be very deliberate about which doors am I closing and which doors am I opening, right? Um, because if in some cases, you might want to close those doors. Like I want to take the path of least resistance when it comes to people who aren't uplifting me in my life. <laughs> right? I want to not reach out to those people, maybe, because they are not helping me. they're they're pulling me towards, who knows what? drugs, um, more of the path of least resistance, you know who there's there's people in our lives that have negative influence. And so maybe in that case, yeah okay i i don't need to put my energy and my effort there right um but then there are other places where it's like okay um this is somebody i look up to i should reach out to them i should call them that takes effort right to reach out that takes effort to have the conversation that takes effort to humble myself enough to actually listen right and to be taught and um and to to uh, take that class, to sacrifice some money, to invest in my education, in my in myself, um, and as as our children, you know, are they are they actually valuing, you know, are they valuing their education? Are they valuing um, their what they're learning? And, so you're uh,
1: saying you're saying, though, that these meetings are this time then to invest is basically exactly. what you're saying. Right. It's like this is the investment time. It's not the easiest thing to do, but it's yeah. going to make a difference. Explain it, that.
0: Yeah, we're we're investing in ourselves at that point um, and our family in particular. Right. And and in in the long term of ourselves, because I think um, the short term, when we get stuck in that we we get stuck in what our, our emotions right of of what what we are wanting in that moment and sometimes that drives us down the wrong path right where mm-hmm. when we're in these meetings we can be like wait let's check and balance that let's make sure okay let's this is our vision this is what I this is what I want long term you know because usually when you talk to a person about what they want long term those are really great things really positive yeah. things I don't know if I've ever heard anybody who who says oh yeah I just when I you know long term I just want to I mean I guess some people some people are like I want to have mimosas on the beach or whatever right you know <laughs> um, that that might be a thing right but right the uh,
1: bonbons and the fan yeah event, but they know that's not really what they really would want every day yeah yeah
0: most people want to make a difference in the world you know and they want to have relationships and they want to have uh, they want to have these lasting bonds, right? And they want to have a lasting uh, legacy, right?
1: They want to—they uh, actually want all the things that take work. They actually want all exactly. the things that take and that's, work. And, and so yeah. now we're
0: coming full circle, right? We mm-hmm. want the things that take work. And so we need, the, we need these meetings to keep us on track. We need um, to stay out of the entitlement of just being like, oh, I can be lazy, because i have so much choice and i can mm-hmm. choose the path of least resistance and depending on where you were born and you know that level of of entitlement varies right because mm-hmm. some of us don't have as many choices in some places of the world we we still don't have that much entitlement right um and 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 there are positives to that right <laughs> hopefully you're seeing that no matter where you but are in the world are...
1: Yeah. You know? I go to, I go to Africa and they're like, we just want money and we just want things to be, you know, just like America. I'm like, do you though? Because actually there's a yeah. lot of good things going on here. I yeah. mean, as far as like the family cultures, the closer, the more and more you push toward money, the more and more you are throwing off the beauties in your culture
0: That's Right.
1: because now the, now you have a money culture instead of a family culture.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, no matter where you are listening to this, you can hopefully see that there are benefits for every every situation, every walk of life, you know, every mm-hmm. situation you might find yourself in. Um, because usually when you have less choice, have less entitlement, that actually pulls you together, right? That actually it prioritizes unites. for you. It prioritizes for you. It makes those, it makes the path of least resistance the good choice, you know, but when we're faced with so many options, so many choices, because we have so much entitled, we have so much that is just given to us. um, It actually makes it uh, makes it. So we have to be so much more deliberate with our choices. We have to take a step back. We have to make those hard decisions.
1: David, I'm hearing you say, I mean, you didn't say it in so many words, but I'm hearing you say that there is power in this group because Because you mentioned that having the other opinions of the group, somebody to talk to about something really makes a big difference. And I think in our world today, one of the things that leads so much to entitlement is this whole self, 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 self. It's all about me. It's about what I want. And there is no commitment to a group, but then when there's no commitment to a group, you also get nothing from a group. So then you really are left alone and abandoned, which isn't good. And so I'm hearing, I'm hearing you say that you love that in teaching self-government, there is this way to use the group.
0: That's right. Yeah. And and very specifically, we we can see how using the group can benefit each of us, right? And and we can raise each other to higher heights than, than any individual can by themselves, right? So, um, and that's one of the things, you know, my wife and I have very often spoken of about marriage and how, what a blessing it is to have a marriage and to be married is that it's it's one of the hardest things you can do in life. And yet that's why it's so good because you're a constant reflection back to each other of what, what can improve, what we can do better, how we can, how we can better ourselves, each of us, right. Mm-hmm. Um, in our, because that, that intimate relationship, it, it really is this mirror of, oh, <laughs> I could be, I could be doing more. I could be more. I could be better. I can be you know, a, a better person. Right.
1: So there's the ultimate in conquering entitlement right there is the marriage relationship. Yeah. That's the, Oh, that's the ultimate. If you want to have a good marriage relationship, then you've got to focus on the other person more than yourself. You've got to focus on the union, the, the bond, that those couples meetings that we teach people how to do in the teaching self-government model really helps throw off the entitlement in the marriage relationship. And then the other groups, whether it's just, you know, the one on, you know, two on one or one on one parent child relationship or the full family group with everyone all together. Those also help us throw off entitlement in different ways too. And so we really, by just discussing ourselves with somebody else, it's like we're set free. That's what you're saying, right?
0: That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, we're set free. the The marriage relationship is is the key uh, to actually freeing our, our true potential, um, because a man and I I I feel strongly that um, you know men and women uh we're we're very different right we're there are so many differences and we're actually very much meant to complement each other um and and to drive each other absolutely crazy because of our differences right (laughs) so true
1: Um, yeah like wait can't you just think like me
0: (laughs) you just think like like me Um, but the fact that we don't think exactly alike helps us to see more of the world together because so together we see much more than either of us would on our own. Right. I
1: like that. Yeah. That's so true. That's profound.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, and then, and then uh, we can bring that to our, our children and, and then we can uh, help to inspire them to be more and do more and make a difference in the world, you know, and then they can start their own family and pass that on. Right. That's the, that's the,
1: the legacy and actually if your family just stops with you then what was really the point right it is meant to just somehow make a little ripple effect for the better in the world somehow right that's what families can do and are supposed to do
0: there's no better way than through our children you know there there are other ways and there are great ways Right. But the, the best, most long lasting is actually through our children. I love that.
1: That is a great place for us to end those thoughts. And I love you sharing that with us. Such a lot of depth, such a lot of personality vulnerability there. Okay. So if I could just ask you, if you had a, a tip to share with somebody who was like, okay, I'm just starting teaching self-government or I'm getting into this what would you say? What would, what would be your tip for them?
0: <laughs> this is what I almost always tell everyone is just take it one piece at a time. Start with the vision and don't worry about anything else. And just keep going to your kids and your spouse and being like, oh, guess what? I learned another piece and I've been doing it wrong and I'm sorry and it's okay to make mistakes. And I'm gonna be an example for that it's okay to make mistakes and to do things the wrong way while you're learning don't try to wait until you've learned everything because that's Mm. because none of us know everything i'm still learning nicolene's still learning right all of us are still learning teaching self-government and what it really means to be self-governed uh it it is a lifelong process so just be get really used to apologizing and be okay (laughs) with it Get comfortable be okay with,
1: with it. I love get,
0: it. Get comfortable with with just not being perfect, right? And and being able to go to your children, go to your spouse, and say, "Oh, I'm sorry. I've been doing it wrong, and I can see that this ha- may have caused this problem and this problem. And now I'm going to try doing it this other way. And I know that there will probably be, you know, that I might not do it perfect. And but this is what I'm going to try to start doing now because I've learned a better way.
1: That's some good advice right there. Everyone should rewind that part and listen to it again. Push that little 30 second back thing. Redo that part because that's important stuff to remember and and to give yourself permission to just go, I'm going to redo that. You know, that's a self-governed move. To say, oops, that was wrong. If you can identify it was wrong, you can declare it, that was wrong. So now I'm going to redo it the right way. That's what a self-governed person does. It doesn't mean they're perfect every single day, every single everything. It means they can catch it. They know the direction they're going. They know what to do when it goes off course. Yeah. And they they take the steps to do it.
0: In reality, that. that is self-government, right? And so, mm-hmm. if, <laughs> so if you can just do that one thing and learn that one thing, like you, you've got it. Yay, now you can implement it, right? But it takes
1: honesty (laughs) and humility (laughs) and self-sacrifice. And there's a lot of things in there. And we've got some skills and and some tools and things to help you. So this brings me to another question I have for you. David, you are very, very familiar with all of the things that Teaching Self-Government offers as far as trainings, books, programs, classes. Mm. I mean, you have been around the block on all of this stuff what would you say is one of your favorites? Like, if you just, we're just going to pick one right now because I ask every mentor to just pick one. What's your TSG gold? Like if a person, you know, you, you want to say, oh, don't forget this, do this. What's, what's gold for you?
0: As far as principle or like thing that they can- Like use. a
1: thing that they could get, like if they're like, all right, or a thing that they could listen to or yeah. something. I mean, what's, it, what's for me, gold for that it them? has
0: to be the parenting mastery because ultimately if you can get, you and your spouse can come together, take three days for your family, right? This is, this is not a sacrifice. This is you giving to your family uh, three days of your time so that you can really focus on learning and, and, uh, and then take that home to your family. It'll be the best choice you've made in your life. I mean, If you're not great at learning at seminars, then maybe I would give you a different suggestion. But um, I think most people would come away uh, agreeing with that um, and feeling like, okay, that was the best three days of my life that I spent in just making sure I focus on my family.
1: Yeah. And you've been to a lot of those and every single time you come to me and say, Hey, Nicolene, I learned this, this time. And I'm like, wow, you're at like time number 12 here, but he, you still learn. And what we see, I, I wish people could see what we see, David, when we do these parenting mastery trainings and we see the hearts change right before our very eyes. Yeah. And we see the couples get united and we see the ahas and the sparks fly. And ah, when it's- we see a person come in one way, and leave another way there's just nothing more powerful than that
0: it's it's coming together as a couple in that those three days of just like hey we're learning this together and this is a this is our decision this is not just like the the wife or the husband taking on this responsibility of learning the system and then trying to teach it to the rest of the family like that can work but it's And and some
1: people they have to that's just where they're at because one person is not on board understandable
0: it's Mm -hmm. it's and it and it is what it is right you've got to work with what you've got and you can work with what you've got wherever you are um Mm -hmm. but if there's any way to get together that it'll bring you together as a couple it'll bring you together as a family um, more than anything else I can recommend
1: wow that is so great. Thank you so much, David. I just want to thank you again for sharing your wisdom, sharing your time, your expertise after all these years have been, you know, doing teaching self-government for yourself and for your family. If, if there's one thing that I've been able to see because I've been so close to you and we've talked so regularly over the years, it's I've seen you really want it for you. And I think that's the key thing that we can teach as mentors to other people is, listen, sure, this is going to impact my children for the better, and I want them to have the very best possible, but I also want to just be the best possible that I can be. And you've definitely done that. And I really appreciate just all of the impact on all of the families that you have. The amount of families that you have impacted with your work with teaching self-government are in the hundreds of thousands, maybe millions with all of the things that we have done And all of the things that you have done personally to try to further this work to help as many families as possible. And so I just am so grateful to you for that. And and I just want to tell everybody, if you want to meet David or any of the other mentors, there is a mentor page on the Teaching Self-Government website. You can arrange for a meeting there. And they are happy to help you and to talk with you and mentor you. David is an amazing mentor as well as all of our other mentors are as well. So go there. And also every other thing, if you want information about when's the next parenting mastery training or any of these things, be sure to go to teachingselfgovernment.com. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. For more information and resources to help unite your family, visit teachingselfgovernment.com.